Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, I would like to present to you the world champion of the world podcast. It's your man qualified, a.k.a. the Black Ric Flair, a.k.a. the Black American Dream, a.k.a. the most over mid-card talent on the west side of Oahu. Alright guys, I told you that I was going to bring some extra content this week, Um, and here it is, uh, a little mini episode, uh, and we're going to talk about the WCOTW Tag Team Division, alright, so we're going to jump right into it guys, a little bit of fantasy book in my, uh, we have a top 10 uh, tag team division, all right, top 10 teams, um, so I've matched up each of these top 10 teams in a feud, so I'm gonna give you guys, uh, each team where they sit in the top 10, and then explain, uh, their feud, all right, so the first team, uh, starting off at number 10, rather than starting with the champs, uh, which is what I've done the last two times, uh, so starting off at 10, uh, the bottom of the division, not really the bottom of the division, because the way that I would imagine booking um, would be we have like a top 10 uh, who are who are my guys. And these are the guys who win the titles. And then you and then, you know, we can kind of do talent exchanges or bring in guys uh, from other promotions and stuff and 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 let them mix it up with our talent so that way our you know top 10 is not always fighting each other um okay so number 10 zachary wentz and desmond xavier the rascals um i'd actually present them as punky millennial heels um portray them as young guys who uh don't respect the veterans uh they're young hot shots who think that they know it all everyone should just get out of their way and hand over the belts um that would be kind of my uh the way that i would book them the way that a lot of that some of these old timers think that the young bucks are or uh or a way that they you know the some of the stories that we heard about the bucks like how they didn't shake hands with Booker T back in the TNA days and stuff like that. That would that would be right in the Rascals bag. But then they're so good in the ring with all the flashy aerial stuff and all the crazy moves, which is another uh, way that they can piss off the old school uh, that generation because you know they don't they don't like that kind of style. So they're so good at that style. Have them almost go over the top with that a little bit um exaggerated and and really uh really show off and and show out and showboat when they're doing that stuff um then uh the the rascals um after after a while now after their winning matches every time they um every time they win have them uh cut a promo um 
cutting promos, calling out management to give them better opponents. And that's when we meet our number nine team, The Revival. Yep, Dash and Dawson. Uh, They would be the first official feud of the Rascals. So during this time when the Rascals are winning and getting their characters over and cutting these promos, they're uh, just fighting guys from other promotions or jobbers that we bring in, not anybody in our top 10. So their first interaction with anybody in the top 10 is with the Revival. Uh, So then uh, the Revival uh, answer the Radicals, or sorry, the, uh, the Rascals, uh, when uh, in after one of those matches where the Rascals are cutting the promo, the revival shows up. Uh, Pier Six Brawl breaks out, um, and the revival uh, decides that they are going to teach uh, the Rascals a lesson in respect. Um, and then, so this leads to finally a match between the Revival and the Rascals um, in this hard-fought match. Um, the Rascals do pull out the win, but it's their toughest uh, it's their toughest fight to date. And then um, the match and feud seemingly ends in a show of respect in the ring until the Revival attack the Rascals, lay them out, and then we have a double turn. So the Rascals are now face, and the Revival uh, go back to uh, being heels. Uh, The Revival then start targeting tag teams that aren't necessarily old school. Uh, The Rascals are now faces, and um, even if this doesn't uh, maybe they'll have one more match and then kind of go their separate ways, but it's a feud that can always uh, be revisited and they can always come back to it because it's literally going to be new school versus old school. And that's a debate that's going to be raging amongst wrestling fans pretty much forever because the style is always going to evolve and people are always going to be like, no, man, you got to do this. Like eventually one day, uh, there's gonna be people being like, yo, man, that match only had two 450 splashes, like, what are they doing? You know what I mean? It's gonna be crazy. Alright, um, number eight, we're gonna jump in with the Briscoe Brothers, Mark and Jay Briscoe. Uh, so I'd present the Briscoes as faces who have a little bit of a goofy side, but they're also badasses who don't take any shit off of anybody. Uh, the Briscoes are proud of being country boys, and this draws the ire of our number seven team, O-V-E, Ohio versus everything. Uh, but in this case, it's going to be focused mainly on Jake and Dave Christ, the brothers Christ. Um, so the O-V-E boys come in from Ohio, and they're the city boys uh, compared to the Briscoes. Um they make it a point to say that the Briscoes are not as bright as they are. Um, they're constantly running down their intelligence, uh, and they're cutting multiple promos mocking the Briscoe smarts. Uh, this leads to a series of matches between the teams where the Briscoes win uh, these matches by outsmarting their opponents, whether it be like, you know, a blind tag when OVE doesn't see, or you know taking advantage of a ref bump or something like that like it's just uh 
think of like Eddie Guerrero type finishes. Uh, the lie when he was doing the when he was heavy in the lie cheat and still gim- steal gimmick. Um, just different stuff to where they can they can kind of outsmart uh, outsmart their opponents. Um, Ove gets upset by this. And uh, they challenged the Briscoes to a hardcore barbed wire match. Uh, in this match, Sammy Callahan shows up to help OVE. And uh, they put the Briscoes through flaming tables, uh, writing them off of WCOTW uh, television for like the next two months. Uh, during that time frame, OVE is running wild, uh, and they're demanding a number one contender spot. And then when they're demanding that number one contender spot, that's when the Briscoes make their return. And they also have a buddy along with them uh, to kind of even the odds, because now that Callahan's been hanging around the Crist brothers, it's going to be three on two. Uh, Jay Lethal is the... Uh, is the is the person that they pick? Um, why Jay Lethal? You ask. Uh, Jay Lethal has issues with Sammy Callahan, and then uh, Jay Briscoe also respects Jay Lethal as a fighter uh, and knows that he can he can handle himself in the ring. Uh, because if you remember when Jay Lethal was last ROH champion. Or when, uh, yeah, when when uh, Jay Briscoe was last ROH champion, uh, he ended up losing that belt to Jay Lethal, uh, and then that's when Jay Lethal went on his uh, long double champion run when he was the uh, the television champ and the world champ. Um, good times. Uh, back when ROH was still coming on Destination America. And the uh, and the Wednesday night block for wrestling was NXT, ROH, and Lucha Underground. Good times. Um, so, Jay Lethal pops up with the Briscoes. Um, Jay Lethal and Sammy Callahan also have issues, which we'll get to in my next fantasy booking. Um, huh? Look at me giving you guys cliffhangers to stick around. Uh... So there's a six-man tag match uh, to settle both feuds. So Lethal and the Briscoes versus OVE. Um, the number six team is TMDK, the Mighty Don't Kneel, uh, which is Mikey Nichols and Shane Haste, or their WWE nickname or WWE names, Nick Miller and Shane Thorne. Uh, I would present TMDK as energetic faces. Uh, who also enjoy a good fight. Um, they love competition, and they don't know how to back down. Uh, Luke Harper and Eric Rowan are my number five team. Um, I'm getting rid of the silly, oversized hammers. They're no longer the Bludgeon Brothers. They are just Luke Harper and Eric Rowan. I'd have them presented as, like, creepy truckers who live on the road going from town to town don't really have a hometown they just go from town to town and looking for fights uh give harper back the 
uh, dirty white wife beater with the jeans and then maybe put uh, Eric Rowan in like some kind of lumberjack, the red and black lumberjack with the hat to match. Uh, anyway, <laughs> um, I'd have them uh, kind of play up that that gimmick. Uh, just, and play up the creepy side too, just like really creepy, like I'd want them to be the, the vibes where you're just like, oh man, like if I'm hitchhiking and this guy picks me up, I'd rather just walk, like the, that kind of vibe. Um, they discover TMDK and they find a fight that they can't resist, so it's like they're drifters, they drift into this promotion, um, they're squashing jobbers and stuff and then there's a few times where we might catch them like uh backstage uh just kind of like staring at tmdk as they make their way to the ring and and stuff like that uh, maybe backstage just staring intently watching matches um but not too much because we don't want to like just go ahead and tip our hand that these two teams are going to feud yet uh so just like some hints here and there where it's like oh that's weird but you know there's other people around so it could have been something else right um then uh at first harper and rowan just squashing jobbers or you know having matches against other teams outside of the top 10 uh, and then they start cutting promos uh, after their wins. Just really mysterious promos, really creepy stuff. Um, these promos are centered around the idea of being destined for combat. So it's like they're talking about uh, they're talking about a team that they want to fight, but it's almost like they're they're getting turned on by the idea of the violence the violence that is to come but none of us are completely sure which team it is that they're talking about bringing this violence to um they are talking about being destined for combat and resigning themselves to the fate that uh the team with uh with which they are obsessed um is is destined to fight with them until the death uh and one of the themes that they keep bringing up is that there's beauty and destruction there's beauty and death and they can't wait to battle until one of them dies a beautiful death uh and if it's uh if it's them who die or and and well actually you know one of them dies a beautiful death and and you know they're kind of saying like it's not going to be us who dies so we will enjoy sending you to your beautiful death um finally harper and rowan uh reveal that they are talking about tmdk by attacking them uh tmdk is never a team to back down so even after a brutal attack uh they are down to have a match the first match ends in a double count out fight can't stay in the ring um so each match gets progressively more violent until uh there's a tornado tag last man standing match um uh, match ends when no one can answer the 10 count 
Um, and then TMDK finally finishes the feud by winning a hardcore cage match. So a cage match with tons of weapons in the cage. Um, our number four team is the Lucha Brothers, Pentagon Jr. and Phoenix. Uh, I'd present them as faces who are ass kickers. They've traveled the world and always bring their best in the ring. And they are ready to be the number one contenders. But right there to fight them to be the number one contenders are... Super Kick Party! The Young Bucks! Uh, Matt and Nick Jackson, uh, who also have traveled the world and are looking to collect more gold. Uh, This would be a face-versus-face matchup, uh, and it's all about trying to show respect and be the better team. Uh, The Lucha Bros defeat the Bucks, uh, show of respect, until the Bucks attack the Lucha Bros, and now they're determined to become the number one contenders by any means necessary. the Bucks and the Lucha Bros compete in a hardcore match, and then finally a ladder war, which the Bucks win. So, one of these heel teams had to win, right? One of these heel teams had to come out on top in a feud. Uh, Moose and Killer Cross are are our number two team, and uh, their heels basically the same presentation that they have in Impact. Cross is cold and calculating. Uh, Moose is flamboyant and extra, and uh, they both kick serious ass. Uh, And then our number one team and our tag team champions, Red Dragon, uh, Kyle O'Reilly and Bobby Fish. A little bit undersized, but their technical prowess and striking ability is always able to get them through. Uh, So their, uh, their feud with Killer Cross and Moose is more along the lines of kind of like a David and Goliath type story between the two teams. Uh, but David is just really badass with uh, killer arm bars. Uh, Red Dragon is able to withstand Killer Cross and Moose in a few close matches. So that lends itself to ending the feud, the blow off match being. Uh, Red Dragon retaining in a two out of three falls match uh, where they can kind of wear Moose and Killer Cross down uh, with their superior technique. So there it is, guys. Uh, I told you that I would give you guys a little bit extra this week, a little mini episode. So that is uh, the... um, the state of the WCOTW tag team division. Um, let me know what you guys are thinking, uh, and then we're still gonna have our we're still gonna have our normal episode uh, this week where I recap uh, the week in pro wrestling television and give you some of my thoughts um, as I'm recording this. Uh, the Roman Reigns news. Uh, has already broken so we're gonna jump into we're gonna jump into that uh and and kind of talk about that a little bit more uh in our uh in the raw recap and just in the quick hits of the of the episode 
um, for this week, or for, well, I guess technically it'll be for next week, but about this week in pro wrestling, if that makes any sense. Um, of course it makes sense. Everything I say makes sense. And if it don't make sense, then it makes dollars. Holla. Yeah. All right, guys, it's your man Qualified, and we out. Thank you very much for listening. Follow at Champ Podcast on Instagram and on Twitter. Peace.